Hi, and welcome to Five Minutes of Rum. Notes on rum, a few minutes at a time. My name is Kevin Updegrove. Uh, today's topic is an introduction to Barbados rum, and in particular, a taste of Plantation Grand Reserve five-year Barbados rum, as well as a very simple cocktail that'll show it off. Um, so to start things off, why rum and what makes me qualified? Um, to answer the last question first, pretty much nothing makes me qualified, um, other than a lot of practice in both drinking and mixing. Um, in particular, mixing over the last few years. Uh, my interest in rum and mixing cocktails probably coincided very strongly with an interest in tiki and Polynesian styles and that culture, which uh, began probably in the mid-2000s for me and sort of grew over time. Um, learning about rum um, and the cocktails that you can make with rum or even drinking it straight opened up the complexities in the history of that particular spirit complexities that are absent from other spirits. Um, vodka might be looking in your direction. And so I sort of gravitated away from those one note spirits into things that had a little bit more depth. Um, you could say obviously the same things for things like whiskey. Um, I just happened to hook into rum because of its strong ties to tiki and Polynesian styles. Um, the other thing that really led me down that route was getting um, a copies of Beach Bum Berry's books. Beach Bum Berry is pretty much the foremost uh, tiki drink archival uh, renaissance man, if you will. Um, he was the one that debugged a lot of the old classic tiki recipes and then proceeded to write books on him. Books like The Grog Log, Intoxica, Surf and Safari, I'm sorry, excuse me, Sip and Safari, and then his latest copy, which combines Intoxica and The Grog Log, which is called Beach Bum Berries Remixed. Um, so wanting to replicate those recipes sort of drove me to accumulate more and more rums, more and more of those types of ingredients that were used in those cocktails, and then led me to see a difference in styles and sort of appreciate how uh, previous mixologists or bartenders, if you will, would put those rums together. Um, the other thing that sort of led me down the path of rum is attending seminars at Tiki Oasis, which is the annual Tiki gathering in San Diego. Uh, another case where the complexities of rum kind of came to the forefront um, as well as the history of rum um, through talks that were given by Martin Kate of Smuggler's Cove and formerly of Forbidden Island and Trader Vic's. Um, learning about the history of punch through his seminar, learning in particular uh, tasting rum and chocolate together and, and getting a chance to actually taste rum and see how it reacted with different ingredients um, really sort of provided the base for wanting to go and learn more. So the particular rum that, that we're going to talk about in today's episode is Barbados rum. It's a gold or amber rum style from naturally Barbados. Uh, Barbados is an island east of the Caribbean Sea and is home to Mount Gay distilleries who lay claim to being the oldest existing rum brand in the world dating back to 1703. A number of rum producers are from Barbados including Mount Gay, Coxpur, Co excuse me, Coxpur, Dourley's, um, and others. Um, that the Barbados style or rum from Barbados is produced in what is called the English style. Uh, the other two primary styles are the Spanish style and rum agricole, which we'll talk about in future episodes. Um, the English style rum is a distilled spirit derived from molasses, uh, which is a byproduct of sugar production. It can be either pot or column distilled. Column distilled is probably by far more common, um, in, except in cases like Jamaica where there's still a heavy pot still element. Uh, typical Barbados rum will, will be an amber rum uh, aged in a barrel for various amounts of time. Aging the rum helps take the edge off it um, and for me leads to a smoother, more well-rounded rum, uh, but it often lacks any distinct characteristic that you might find, say, in a Jamaican rum, which is also English style, 
or in an agricole rum, um, which in its unaged fashion can be very distinctive um, for sure. Um, a, another well-known Barbados rum, other than the ones that were already mentioned, is Pusser's, um, but we'll get to them in another show as well. So today's feature rum is Plantation Grand Reserve Five Years. Um, Plantations is a, a five-year rum that is blend of it's a blend of Barbados rums aged, you know, just like it says on the label for five years. It's barrel aged in American bourbon barrels. Um, it gets distilled and aged in Barbados, and then it's shipped from there to France for additional aging um, inside cognac barrels. Uh, actually, French oak casks, I think, was the way that they term it on their website. Um, this is sort of the plantation company style and niche. Um, and we can, you know, we'll cover more of their rums in future episodes, but they generally start with a rum of a certain style, be it Barbados, Jamaican, Panamanian, or others. They'll age it and it retains the rum's original characteristics. And then they put it in those, uh, French cognac barrels or French oak casks. And then it gets additional depth as it ages in those barrels. Um, in this particular rum, the Barbados, uh, grand five year, it's bottled at 80 proof, uh, 40% alcohol by volume. Um, to me, its taste sort of defies its price. Um, typically, if you look for a barrel-aged rum, now bear in mind, uh, rum is not nearly the same expensive spirit that say a tequila is, um, but you can generally tell within a price range um, what to expect from a rum. Um, an aged rum will typically go for you know more than this rum actually costs. Um, if somebody tasted this without knowing what it cost or, you know, had their own bottle of it, they may mistakenly uh, appreciate it as a more expensive rum. But this rum typically can be found for $15 to $18 a bottle uh, for a 750 milliliter bottle, um, which is a great balance, uh, not just in taste, but in price. It can be used, you know, mixed in cocktails, but it's also a rum that's really great when it's just sipped neat. So how I taste, um, just to give a little disclaimer, um, I'm not what you would consider a super taster. I'm not good at picking things out like current notes or soil notes or uh, oak or leather or things like things that you might see in a typical review of a, a spirit or even a wine. Um, I can give you impressions um, and I can give you like as, you know, what does it smell like? How does it look? Um, how does it finish? What's the, generally speaking, what's the taste? But I won't pick out individual flavors like that. Uh, my hope would be that you stick with me and as you taste these rums the same way I taste the rums, um, you can sort of work against what, you know, if I say what something tastes like to me, then that becomes equitable to something how it might taste to you. So if you if you learn that I find a particular rum to be, you know, strong on the nose, maybe that equates to something that you do or don't like. Uh, so again, a little bit more general, a little less in the specifics. So tasting the plantation five-year Barbados rum, I'll split this up into, you know, four categories, appearance, aroma, taste, and finish. Uh, the appearance, it's a really deep amber rum, uh, not a dark rum by any stretch of the imagination, but definitely a, ham a heavy amber tint to it. The aroma itself, it's, you know, sugary. That's the first note I would get. Uh, no burn on the nose. It's not harsh at all. Very mellow. Um, probably a result of aging, taking the edge off of the spirit. And then tasting um, you can taste the sugar it's not overly sweet but you can definitely taste the sugar it's well-rounded uh, there's no harsh burn um, and it's really easy to drink neat uh, no ice cube and no splash of water but it's a, a really good sipping rum um, it's also as I mentioned good in cocktails which we'll get to but you can definitely just sit you know pour yourself this into an old-fashioned glass and sip it neat um, on the finish it's probably what I would consider a medium finish 
It doesn't really linger forever. Uh, it does stick around a little bit um, and has sort of a light burn to it. Nothing, nothing too dramatic. So a really good sipping rum that also coincidentally is very good for cocktails as well. Before we get to the cocktail of the week, which is called the Outrigger, uh, I want to talk a little bit about using fresh juice in cocktails. Um, this is important in any cocktail you're going to make, um, but in particular, um, the cocktails that I focus on, which are the old Tiki, Don the Beachcomber, Trader Vic style, there's a lot of citrus juice, and there's pretty much zero uh, room for discussion in terms of if a recipe calls for juice, be it lime juice or lemon juice, it's pretty much got to be fresh. In fact, it's not pretty much. It has to be fresh squeezed. There is no can. There's no bottled uh, lemon juice or lime juice. Um, they don't work right. They don't taste right in particular. Um, this isn't really a place you can take a shortcut. Yeah, and you can take a lot of shortcuts and other things if you're making a cocktail. Well, no, you can't. I'm going to say you can't take a shortcut there either. And definitely where you're not going to take a shortcut is on juice. One of the reasons for not taking a shortcut on juice is as soon as you squeeze it, it starts to oxidize. Um, which is fine if you're going to use it within a couple hours in your own house, uh, but it's probably not so good if it's been squeezed and then is going to oxidize for weeks as it sits on a shelf somewhere. Um, and then as soon as you start talking about preservatives, then you're ruining the fresh squeeze taste anyways. So um, I'll probably continue to rant about this on future episodes, but if a recipe calls for lime juice or lemon juice, it's got to be fresh squeezed. Um, so there's other ways, you know, there's many different ways where you can juice a lemon or a lime. Um, I'll cover some of those in future episodes, but for starters, um, I would just grab the OXO hand citrus squeezer. Um, it's a good standby squeezer travels well, um, fits in your travel bar kit. If you're so inclined, I'll put a link to it in the show notes so you can see an example of what it looks like. Um, but this is a good all purpose, um, hand citrus squeezer. I've gone through one of them and I have another one on standby. Um, and it's the one I recommend to anybody that asks me if what kind of squeezer they would get if they're not going to use it a lot. Um, so in terms of squeezing a lemon, um, I find the easiest thing if you're using the hand citrus squeezer from um, OXO, cut the ends off the lemon, cut it again in half, you know, sort of along the uh, equator of the lemon, and then juice each side. Uh, try and only squeeze what you need uh, because it won't keep it. Like I said, it'll keep for a couple hours, but it's definitely not going to keep for days and days. Um, I do do a pre-squeeze if I'm going to have a lot of people over and I'm going to use a lot of juice. I may squeeze, you know, 12 ounces of lemon juice and 12 ounces of lime juice because it will keep for a few hours. Um, and so that's a good tip if you're going to have a lot of people over because you don't want to stop and have to squeeze for every cocktail, nor do you want old tasting juice. So using those, those techniques with uh, fresh squeezed juice, uh, we're going to get into this week's cocktail, which is the Outrigger. Um, the Outrigger is essentially a rum sidecar. So the recipe that that I'm using for this comes from Beach Bunbury's Grog Log, um, and particular Beach Bunbury Remixed, which is a, a sort of a republished and a, a redo of the Grog Log and Intoxica. Um, I'll put links to those books in the show notes as well. Um, but again, it's essentially a rum sidecar with a ratio similar to a sidecar or a margarita or a daiquiri. It's not exactly the same, um, but it is a you know similar to that ratio. And we'll talk about ratios as well in a future episode. This particular recipe is comprised of Barbados rum, triple sec, and fresh lemon juice. Um, and it's a shaken drink that's served up, to, up in a cocktail glass. Uh, so for this particular recipe, you'll need three quarter ounce of fresh lemon juice, three quarter ounces of triple sec, and one and a half ounces of gold Barbados rum, and then a little bit of sugar. Um, so take a cocktail glass, um, which we'll, we'll have a picture of in the show notes, um, and 
you want to take the lemon shell after you squeeze the juice, squeeze the juice, and sort of coat the rim of that glass uh, with the lemon juice, and then apply the sugar to it. So you get like essentially a sugar rim around your glass. Then pour the rum, lemon juice, and the triple sec into a shaker with the ice cubes. Uh, shake five or ten seconds, and then strain it into the sugar frosted glass or sugar edged glass, if you will. Um, there's a picture of this cocktail and the way it looks in the show notes as well. Um, it's a, as you can tell by the, uh, by the ingredients, it's really simple. It's very small, but it is a real nice cocktail, especially if you're going to serve this, um, as a precursor to dinner, um, is a, a great looking and a great tasting drink. So that sort of brings us to the conclusion of the first episode of five minutes of rum. Um, in the next episode, we're going to talk about silver Puerto Rican rum, which is a, a cornerstone of many Don the Beachcomber and Trader Vic's drinks. So it's an important building block when you start to get into that style of drink, not you know, not just the importance of it as a rum. Um, and I want to say thank you very much for listening. Um, again, the links will be up on the 5 Minutes of Rum website. It's 5minutesofrum.com, number 5minutesofrum.com. Uh, you can also follow the show on Twitter. It's 5 number 5 minutes of rum. Um, on Twitter, so twitter.com slash five minutes of rum. Again, my name is Kevin Upthegrove. Uh, please send me feedback, replies to Twitter. You can contact me via the website. Um, I'd love to get feedback on what you would like to hear more of or less of on the show. And thank you very much for your time. Now go get some rum.